This is Faith Revisited. Welcome to the podcast. On Faith Revisited, we'll talk about our own church as we're constantly trying to adapt to an ever-changing world as a downtown historic church. We'll talk about United Methodist Matters as our denomination faces an exciting and uncertain future. We'll explore church leadership in the 21st century. And we'll talk to different faith leaders about their perspectives of religion today, how we can be more authentic, stop alienating people, and how faith is more important than ever to connect us to God and each other. Hey, maybe we'll touch on a topic that speaks to exactly where you are in your faith. We won't know until we try, right? Let's do it. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Faith Revisited podcast. You have Ben and Molly here today. We are very excited for this Lenten season. It is almost the third Sunday of Lent, so mm-hmm. almost right in the heart of a season of spiritual reflection and transformation and all these things. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. It's been like a more low-key Lent for me, I'd say. You know, the reflection is definitely a good piece that I've felt even subconsciously I've been reflecting on life and this year. And it's not something until you just said reflection that I've noticed, but it is something that has been a part of me recently. I think one, you know, for preachers, we bemoan an early Easter like we're having this year, Mm -hmm. March 31st, because it means you have to get into Lent what feels like four weeks after Christmas. I mean, it's just like you don't get but I think it's probably helpful because you go through the rush of Christmas, then everyone kind of winds down for New Year's. And then most people have an, a slow start to January. We're all kind of recovering. And before you can get super duper busy and then here comes Lent, it started this year, which is mm-hmm. great. Ash Wednesday was Valentine's Day. And so maybe it caught you in sort of that still sort of beginning of the year reflective period. Yeah. Um, but I it is friend. I had a friend say recently, you know, we were talking about not doing New Year's resolutions and the friend was like, why would you start anything in the middle of winter? Like when things are barren and frozen, like nothing good can grow in winter. And I feel like Lent has come out where it's not this barren time anymore, at least like where we are, the sun is shining, the days are warmer, like it's it's the new season is upon us and it's good that we didn't start in the dead of winter when nights were still long and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the things I, I thought it'd be fun for listeners, one of the big themes of Lent, you know, if we're in the season of spiritual growth and transformation, I've always felt like one of the big themes is how how is our prayer life? How do we pray? How do we prayerfully live? I mean, more than just like the sitting down and nuts and bolts of praying, but like, how do we incorporate incorporate prayer into our daily living and even the rhythms like we're talking about of our year and seasons and and all of that? So it's kind of an open-ended question, but like, can you give us just a general sense, Molly, of like the role prayer plays in your life? Yeah. The first thing that comes to mind is actually from the Adam Hamilton interview we did as one of our very first interviews. And he talks about how he prays in the shower. 
And that really stood out because that is when he reflects and is there and it's quiet and he's by himself. And so that's when he said he prays. And I don't pray in the shower. That's not like a, you know, a focus of mine that I go in, but that's definitely a route to take. Like that's some, that's a possible route that people can take if they're looking for time to pray or want to make that a part of a routine. That's what Adam Hamilton does. So, you know, for me, I, and I actually speaking of, like, I just watched a video for someone, they get up out of bed in the morning and immediately get on their knees and pray. That's also not my style necessarily. I pray when I'm like, I feel most often like if I'm driving in the car, because that feels to be when I'm driving in the car without my child. (laughs) So that's like the only time I get quiet. And when there's so much noise going around you all the time, whether that be a toddler who just turned two years old, or I work with my husband all day, every day, we have our own business. So we're constantly chattering about things. And I just feel like I don't have a lot of quiet in my life. And I feel like Mm -hmm. being in the car by myself, that's a lot of the quiet time that I notice that I have. My prayers are more like conversations with God in my head. I definitely thank him frequently throughout the day of things. I like make a note to thank God for what I have in front of me and times when I'm really grateful. But I, my prayers are conversations with God, and that happens a lot when I'm in the car. Mm, that's great. Yeah. yeah. You know, one of the things that, I mean, there's a very practical notion to prayer of just simply doing it, mm-hmm. of being prayerful, praying, do it, just, just fitting it into, you know, what's otherwise a busy day. So, I mean, that's something that, that, that could be a good piece for people in their Lenten you know, disciplines, if they're wanting to grow in prayer, you know, that maybe they need to hear of just carving out like you do some, some poor, some part of your daily routine or like Adam in the shower, or, Mm -hmm. you know, you in driving that, that, that time be spent in a prayerful spirit or or actively praying. Yeah. That's good. Is that like a type of prayer, like conversational prayer? Like, I feel like God and I have a conversation, you know, instead of just like, a to-do list of things. And I've tried prayer journals. I've tried other things. It just never stuck necessarily. But I feel most often it's just, it's easy to have a conversation with him. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of ways that you can pray. And I I recommend a variety. Mm -hmm. Things do tend to become like a wish list or a one-sided conversation. And there's an art to prayer. Like you said, a conversation. Conversations are built on both speaking and listening. Yeah. So how we pray in ways that we that we speak and listen in return, you know, it is important. Prayer journals are great. You know, I'm a big journaler and, mm-hmm. and I try to write five things I'm grateful for every day. Yeah. So keeping gratitude, you know, at the forefront of that. But I also find just like with anything in life, writing it down makes it stick. Mm-hmm. So it could be five things you're grateful for. It could be what's stressing me out today could be the question and you write it down. Yeah. That's a form of prayer because it's it's getting it out and sharing it and trusting that God is in the midst of it. Yeah. There are different ways to to think about like discernment, you know, like you have a decision to make. Mm-hmm. 
And how do you approach, you know, in a prayerful way, making decisions? To me, that's one of the harder things that that we do because, you know, I'm a capable person that can tend to make decisions on my yeah. own. I don't need a lot of help, but it's good to remember that I do, right? I do need help. Yeah. What's um, some advice that you could give on prayers of discernment? And like you're saying, I can write a pro and con list and make what I think is the best decision for myself or my family. But what are some things to take into consideration? Pro and con list is a great thing to write. And I'll share with you some advice that I got just yesterday from a very good friend who, by way of another mentor of his, and it's about discernment. Mm -hmm. And he's, and this, this just hit home for me. He said, Ben, when you have a choice between a good and a bad thing, discernment is God show me what's good, right? Mm -hmm. But he said, most decisions in life are not between good and bad things. Yeah. Those are easy. Mm-hmm. most decisions come down to a decision between a good thing and a good thing. Yeah. And he said, friend told him to remember that if we are Wesleyan Christians, then we believe in free will. We have choice in life. And he said, discernment is seeking God's presence in, in decisions. And if we truly believe in free will, that we have choice, then a choice between two good things Quite often, God's answer is, you pick, and I'll back you either way. Yeah. In other words, we tend to overthink. I tend to overthink decisions. And my friend was saying, there's no wrong decisions. You know, yeah. it's choice between two good things. We worry, oh, if I do this, then I'm going against God's will, or, you know, I'm blowing it in God's plan. No, 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 no. We believe in free will. Yeah. And so sometimes God just says, look, dude. You pick, and I promise I'll support yeah. you. <laughs> I still love you. Yeah. And I'm with you. I love you. I got your back. We'll yeah. do this. Yeah. And man, that really hit home wow. for me and how many decisions I've agonized over because of my perfectionism. I want to get it right. Yeah. And what he said was, there's no right, there's no wrong. God's got you either way. Mm-hmm. That's almost That's how I feel thing. about failure. And I don't believe in failure. I just think you take a different path and you learn from what that path brought. But that is a really good point. Yeah. Oh, I just lost my train of thought. Something about discernment. God, I don't know. I lost it. Maybe I'll come back to it. But that it is, that's really cool to think that way. Um, oh, I, I know what I was going to say. God doesn't always come down and like speak directly and tell you exactly which one to go. That, you know, there can all there, I do think there are signs and, you know, sometimes he does lead you down certain paths, but, (laughs) but he's not always going to be there with a cloud, like loud and booming voice. Like he did to so many people in the Bible being like, this is the way. Well, and it's interesting, my, you know, I was making a decision this week and one of my prayers about the decision yesterday morning was, God, what is your mission? Like what's, what's a deeper purpose for you in this? Not just what's, you know, good for me or what, you know, mm-hmm. benefits, that, you know, like what, what's a deeper purpose here that I might be missing? My friend showing up with that advice, mm-hmm. ironically, and in a sort of broad way was God answering me going, your decision either way is fine. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. 
And, but the, the point of that is God showed up in the form of a friend. And sometimes right. God shows up not in that big booming voice, but in other simple, people. yeah, other people or situations you know, or new information. To, yeah, the ability to step back from a situation and have that moment of insight to say, oh, I see this now. Mm-hmm. And 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 that's sort of so it's often quiet and and the answer to prayer is quiet and subtle. We can miss it, but even in missing it, I don't think we we miss everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I think God has a lot more patience with us than we we give God credit for. Oh, for <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. We don't have patience with ourselves, not at all. And so that's what a lot of, I think the life of prayer gets frustrating is we don't have patience with ourselves and. You know, I, well, and I it's not a tangible that, thing. Like, it, the prayer right. is not something that we can like. Oh, unless it's on your to do list and you're making it tangible because you need to check it off every day. Like, it's something for spiritual growth. Like, prayer is very inward for our own growth. You know, the image that came to mind. I think about the grandparent who would love nothing more than for the grandchild call them every day even just mm-hmm. for 10 minutes just 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 call me every day just, and tell me tell me everything that's going on in your life right like that grandparent that just faithfully mm-hmm. just wants just, just just give me a quick update kind of thing yeah. i almost think that that's god some days who's just going whatever's going on with you i just really want to hear about it just yeah. tell me it's awesome and, and 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 so there's a prayerfulness that if we can get out of ourselves then we can come into closer contact with a power that's greater than us mm-hmm. that loves us before we even know it, right? Mm-hmm. And we love nothing more than to just have a few minutes with us. The word, and I'm I'm going to be talking about this a lot more at church, that that just is kind of one of my buzzwords is there's a belovedness in each of us that that we're God's beloved. And and as a as God's beloved, I mean God just Every ounce of God wants to be with us. Yeah. And, and so maybe some of the best prayer we can do is just kind of put down all the busyness we have and all the self-reliance and just sit in that belovedness, you know, in quiet or conversation or, mm-hmm. you know, daily routine or journaling or whatever it may be. Yeah, that's incredible. I love that. Do you have any other tips For our listeners, for me, as we continue through the Lenten season, I know, I don't know if you and I are going to chat before the end of Lent. Maybe we'll have another podcast episode up, but you have an interview coming up, two interviews coming up. Is there anything else that listeners going through as we're about halfway through Lent to help feel refreshed and to look forward to? Simplify your life. Mm. Preach it. (laughs) Yeah, simplify your life. And if you simplify and pick pick a pick if you name your top three values, like if you were to die tomorrow, what are the three things that you want everyone to say about you? And then if you just live every day for those three things and nothing more, and then use the margin you have to 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 be reflective on your own soul and to and to just be a be mindful of God's presence, I think it'll be the holiest Lent we could ever have. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening and to this little piece of conversation about prayer today. 
If you would like to get leave us a five-star review on iTunes, we would definitely appreciate it. But feel free to follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and we look forward to talking to you again soon. See you soon.